stone and turn with me to the book of Chronicles, chapter number 13. I'm thankful for the CW Reachers, Pastor Jeff, Tracy, Chase, and Lahua. Keep a, I mean, they, they keep, no, go ahead and give them a hand. It's all right. They, they keep a great supply, a great supply of food coming into our pantry. Have you found First Chronicles? Not Corinthians, you're in the wrong end of the book. Chronicles 13. We may go to Corinthians, but Chronicles 13, beginning with verse number 7. And they carried the ark of God in a new cart out of the house of Abinadab. That was King Saul's son, one of his sons. And Uzzah and Ahio drave the cart. And David and all of Israel played before God with all their might, with singing and harps and psalteries and timbrels, cymbals and trumpets. And when they came to the threshing floor of Chidon, Uzzah put forth his hand to hold the ark because the oxen stumbled and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah. And God smote him because he put his hand on the ark and he died before God. And David was displeased. He was the king of Israel now. And he was displeased, but God didn't care because he hadn't followed protocol. The Lord made a breach upon Uzzah. Wherefore, the place is called Perez Uzzah to this day. And David and King David... The man after God's own heart, David, was afraid of God that day, saying, How shall I bring the ark of God home to me? So David brought not the ark home to himself to the city of David, but carried it aside into the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, the Philistine, the Gittite. And the ark of God remained with the family of Obed-Edom in his house three months. And the Lord blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that he had. Mm -hmm. And I want to draw our preaching text from a portion of verse 14. The Lord blessed the house of Obedidim and all that he had. And, and I came to preach and prophesy today that God is releasing household blessings. If you have an ear to hear and a heart to receive, then give God a hand praise for household 
blessings that he's releasing in this house today. Father, thank you for your word and your presence. The liver killeth, but your spirit brings life. Thank you for the move of the Holy Spirit in your house today. Everybody shout in the name of Jesus. Go, go ahead and tell two people, I have household blessings. Household on everything. On my kids, my grandkids, my vehicle. Household blessings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You may be seated. Now, to, to get a good understanding of the Ark of the Covenant, I need to quickly go to Exodus 25 and 10 in, in the Message Bible. God said, Moses, I, I want you to make me a chest using acacia uh, wood. Make, make, it, make it three and three-quarters feet long, two and one quarter feet wide and and deep, and and cover the cover the wood with gold, and, and on top of the ark, um, uh, put a mercy seat. And when, when I see the blood of a lamb uh, on that mercy seat, I, I I won't see the failures and sins and weakness of the people but I'll only see mercy. Somebody shout mercy. Now, now, Jeremiah said God's compassion and mercy is brand new every morning. Now, 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 the Ark of the Covenant is a shadow and type of, of Jesus Christ. The, the wood is a type of his humanity. The gold is, is a type of of his uh, deity. When Jesus died on Calvary's cross, he made mercy available to whosoever will. Acts 2.21, Peter said, whosoever, somebody shout whosoever, uh, shall call on the name of the Lord uh, shall be saved. Now, Now, in the Old Testament, when Israel had to go into battle, they would take the Ark of the Covenant with them, uh, the priest bearing the Ark, and and they would let out a great shout, and the blessing of God, and the favor of God, and the increase of God, and the victory of God uh, would fall on uh, the battlefield. Now, now, when King Saul uh, reigned over Israel, he sent the Ark of the Covenant to Abinadab's house, his son, where it stayed until David uh, took the throne. Now, now, King Saul, he was more interested uh, in his position uh, than he was the presence of God. He, he would rather please the people uh, than he would uh, to please God. And, and the ark was losing its, its national honor and influence and, and respect. Uh, King Saul had his own agenda, and it really didn't include God. <clears throat> 
And, and, and it shocked me as, as I was watching the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. I, I, I mean... I mean, the Super Bowl. It, it shocked me when, when I looked up and, and I saw the Jesus ad come across the screen. And I said, Levi, look at that. Of course, he had other things going on. He gave it a thumbs up. But, but I was shocked uh, at the criticism that took place from from. Congress to social media uh, saying that, uh, that, that those million dollar ads uh, uh, could have been used uh, blessing the poor. Well, that's what Judas said when the little lady poured her alabaster box on, on, on the feet of Jesus and, and Jesus said that, that was a waste. That, that could have been sold and, and he wasn't concerned about the poor. But see, there's an anti-Christ spirit that's a work, not just in America, it's all over the world. Paul said it's working among us right now, and, and they're trying to discredit and push down the name of Jesus. But as long as there's breath in these old country lungs, I'm going to lift up the name. There is a name that is above every name, and at the name of Jesus, every knee, every congressman's going to bow, e everyone, every critic is going to say Jesus. Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. But, but when King Saul died on the bloody battlefield of, of Gilboa, David took the throne. And, and the elders, they called for David, not because they liked him. But because he was unorthodox, he was unpredictable. You, you never knew what he was going to say or what he's going to do. He might just break out in a dance. He might just start blowing kisses to God. He, he, he might just start rehearsing poetry or skipping across the floor. They never knew what he was going to do because he had a heart after God. He, all, he always put God first in his life. Verse number one, uh, David consulted with the captains over thousands and, and the captains over hundreds and over all the leaders. He, now, David, he had a million three hundred thousand men uh, that could draw the sword and he had uh, great resources. He had horses and chariots and, and all the resources uh, that he needed. But in verse number three, David said, something's missing. We, we, we need to bring the ark of God to us for, for we never inquired uh, of the ark in the days of King Saul. So, uh, now, David had, had taken uh, the castle on Mount Zion from, from the Jebusites and he had great resources and ha had a great army but he told all of Israel if we don't have the presence of God it's not sustainable our, our cities can't be sustained our, our families can't be sustained our, our houses can't be we, 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 we've got to go after the Ark of the Covenant which 
represented the raw presence of, of Almighty God. That's why Paul said in Acts 13, 22, that God testified. Now, anytime God starts testifying about you, you just done something. God testified that David was a man after his own heart. And if we'll go after the presence of God in this season like we never have, we'll see a move of God like they're seeing in Asbury, Kentucky, and like they're seeing all over the world right now. There's a fresh awakening that's taken place, but we have to get focused on the presence of God for it to move in our life. The reason there's been a decline in, in church attendance, and, and the reason some churches have died, it, it's, it's because they're missing something. They've got the lights and smoke and all the bells and whistle, but, 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 but they're missing the one thing uh, that sustains the blessing of God in a person's life. There's an awakening, and, and people are taking inventory. All, all over the all over the world. One of my nephews called and, and said, "What do y'all think about the revival that's that's taking place um, on the universities?" He, he said, "I asked my mom and dad, and, and they avoided the question." He said, "I asked them about this dancing and and jumping and hollering in church and." And, and uh, one, one of them had to take a phone call, and the other one got busy. But, but he called, and, and we said, well, what do you think? He said, I, I think it's time for me to get my act together with, with but verse, verse number 7, uh, David takes 300, he takes 30,000 men to the house of Abinadab. He, now, get the picture. He, he knocks on Abinadab's door. Abinadab, the, the son of Saul, King Saul, looks out the window, and in his front yard, there's 30, he didn't know what was going on. There, there's 30,000 men, and David's knocking at the door, and he opens the door, and Dave says, uh, we've come for the Ark of the Covenant. I mean, he was nervous because uh, David was so unpredictable. David was hungry for the presence of God, but he didn't follow the order and protocol of God. You, you see, you see, Exodus 25 and 12, God told Moses to put four rings Put four rings in, in the ark and, and, and run the golden staves in the ark and, and leave them there. Uh, the, the staves uh, represents uh, the, the mobility of God. Those, those four rings in the ark of the covenant represent the four gospels that, that will work on the four corners of the earth and, and it'll work for everybody, every age, and every stage of life. We serve a God that's constantly moving. And God's no respecter of person. But he is a respecter of his order, his protocol, 
and his word. Verse 13, God, God said, put these staves of shadow wood overlaid with gold through, through, through the golden ring. But, but see, David was trying to move the Ark of the Covenant like the Philistines did. I hate to say this, but, but, but Eli lost his vision, your Bible said. And the, the, the Bible said, where there is no vision, people will start perishing. Your family will perish. Cities will perish. Nations will perish. Read your history. Mm-hmm. And b- because Eli wouldn't call down his bad boys, when they went into battle, they took the Ark of the Covenant and they let out a shout, but God wasn't there. And the Philistines captured uh, the Ark of the Covenant. They, they, they put it on a new cart and, and they took it to the temple of Dagon and, and they set the Ark of the Covenant, the highest relic of, of, of Jewish history, right in the temple of Dagon. And the next morning, Dagon had fallen over. His head broke off. Both of his arms broke off. God was trying to tell the world uh, that he has superiority and power over all power. David said, twice I've heard this. All power belongs to Almighty God. If you still believe that, give God a hand praise. But, but David... David, he puts it on a new cart. He was following the world system. Mm-hmm. And it got people killed. Mm-hmm. You, you, re- you, remember when, you remember when COVID hit back in 2020. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The world system said the church has to close. I was listening to WOAI, and one of our city officials that you'd know if I'd call his name, but uh, he said, if you're caught going to church on Sunday morning, you'll be fined $1,000. I heard it with my own ears. Now, Home Depot was still open. The liquor store was still open. Target and Walmart was still open. But they said the church has to close. That's the world system. Pastor Jay and I got together. We prayed over it. And we said, we're not closing nothing around here. You wouldn't believe the emails we started getting from other pastors that had closed down. Emails like, you care more about money than you do people. I wanted to respond. But the Holy Ghost restrained me. I wanted to say it's not about money and it's not about people. It's about the presence of Almighty God, and I don't care what anybody says from the president on down because your Bible said, forsake not. Put, put Hebrews 10, 25 up on the screen so people will know I'm not just on a rant. 
the protocol of God's word says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as some is the much more when you see the evil day approaching. Baby, we need more church, more time in God's presence, and not less. If you're still with me, shout amen. Now, now regretfully, I watched churches die. I tried to keep some of them alive, but when God decides to kill something, it's going to die. They wouldn't follow protocol. And with God, protocol is still important. From Genesis to Revelation, it's all applicable. And it's our job to keep the flies out of the ornament. I hate a fly. When I was in school, they'd call me to different classrooms because I could catch those flies. Lord have mercy. But see, I still know the Bible says that flies will corrupt the ointment. That's why uh, here, even more so now, I'm going to keep the flies out. If I see a fly buzzing around you, I'm going to call it out. Some people don't like it, but I don't care. I'd rather please God than I would people. And you ought to thank God you've got pastors that have a backbone like a saw log that'll call sin, sin. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm off the reservation. Uh, let, 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 let me get. So God killed him. Uh, a true move of God will kill some things and make some things come alive. I didn't get no help on that. Uzzah's name, Uzzah, Uzzah, whatever. His name means to strong arm. In the Hebrew, his name means the arm of flesh. Personally, this is just my opinion. I believe the oxen was supposed to stumble. I believe that... Uzzah was supposed to die. Ooh. Mm. To reveal the fraudulent way people were handling God's presence. Mm-hmm. 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 See, put Exodus 4.15 on the screen. I don't have time to teach it, but I want to touch it. Uh, God instructed Moses to have the Kohahites, okay, carrying all the holy pieces of, of the holy place. Now, now Aaron and his sons were called to wrap it. They, 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 would take, they would take the candlesticks and the altar of incense. They would take all the, the instruments of the holy place. And, and Aaron and his sons would wrap them in badger skins and, and in dolphin skins. And, but, but then the, the, the Kohathites, uh, they came in to carry. 
And, and I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure that the, the, the Kohathites um, uh, looked at Aaron and his sons riding in the wagon, and there they were carrying all, all these heavy instruments, and, and they're thinking, I, uh, why, why do they get to ride and we have to walk? We could cover those instruments ourselves and ride in the wagon. But see, they weren't called to it. Because when God calls you to a position, he gives you grace to manage that position. And, and if you try to carry something that you're not called uh, to carry, you'll die spiritually. And I've seen it for years. But, but, but it's a human trait of man to, to think the grass is greener. On the, baby, you need to stay on the side of the fence that God put you. He'll bless you right where you're at. Uh, I better leave that alone for I kill the whole service. But, 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 Yusa had to die. He had to die to kill the fraudulent way that church, I mean, that, that, that he was trying to handle the presence of God. Put Galatians 2.20 up on the screen. Pa Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ. Hear how quiet it got right there? I'm, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I have now, I live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. We forget we're not our own here this morning. We've been bought with a price, the precious blood of Jesus Christ paid for our redemption paid for our salvation paid for the blessing and the increase of God on our life shout I belong to Christ verse number 11 David was displeased the king, king David the man after God's own heart was displeased because the Lord made a breach with Uzzah. God was showing David and us, you're going to do it my way or it's not going to work. There is a way that seems right to a lot of you, but the end thereof is death. Uh-oh. Oh, well, here I go messing up a good message. God didn't care that David was upset and he don't care if you get upset if you refuse with your stubbornness to follow due order and the protocol of God oh uh, Lord I'm losing them pastor you may have to take the platform so, so verse 13 David leaves the ark at the house of Obedidim the Gittite. Now, Obed-Edom was a Philistine from Gath. Now, one, one of my commentaries said, David left it with the Philistine because he didn't want to get any more Jews killed. 
because it was spreading like wildfire. So he said, if we lose this Gittite, we ain't lost a whole lot. But see, uh, it was Obedidom that was in Gath um, when David had to hide from King Saul because the, the world system will always try to kill the anointing. They'll always try to kill a move of God. One congressperson said it's being led by homosexuals and gays, hoping they could. Did I say that out loud? That these revivals were fraudulent. The world system doesn't want to move a God. They don't want light to be shined into the darkness of this whole world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, but see, Obed-Edom, Obed-Edom was there when, when David killed Goliath. And, and they, Obed-Edom, he saw the anointing and, and the blessing and, and the increase and power that, that was on David's life. And when King Saul died and David took the throne, there were 600 Philistine families that moved to Jerusalem to follow after David because they wanted the protection and the provision that was on David's life. But because, see, the blessing, it'll hit the head, and then it'll flow right on down to the body. That's, that's why you need to be careful who you listen to. You need to be careful where you attend church. If there's not signs and wonders and, and healing and manifestation, you might be in the wrong place during the right time. Uh, Obed-Edom could have been afraid too. Because he was there when they brought the Ark of the Covenant and put it in the temple of Dagon. And plagues broke out. Your Bible said the people broke out with hemorrhoids and they didn't have any preparation H. Oh, Lord, some people just walking in. What did he say? What? 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 Oh, oh, could have refused uh, King David, uh, but 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 see the anointing outweighed the fear. You you, you got to come to a place in God where the anointing and the blessing and the increase overpowers the fear. See, see Saul wouldn't even go to Gath. He was afraid of, of the king of Gath because there was giants in his. David wasn't afraid of nothing. He he had no fear. Shout, there's no fear here. See, the closer you get to God, the less fear and stress and, and worry you'll have on your life, the less sleepless nights, uh, the less anxiety and, and depression and stress will come off your life. Yeah, when, I passed, when I passed by the parking lot this morning, uh, uh, 
God spoke to me. <laughs> See, David prayed in Psalms 40, uh, let, let me keep a hearing ear to, to hear your voice. And God spoke and said, the people have come for my anointing, my blessing, my increase, my protection, and my provision. And, and don't fail them. Uh, I said, I'll, I'll do my very best. Mm. Now, Ephesians 2 and 12, Paul said, put that on the screen, there was a time we were all without Christ, aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers, strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in this world. But now, somebody shout, but now. But now in Christ Jesus, uh, we who sometimes were afar off are made nigh by the blood of Jesus Christ. And, 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 and you cringe when I mention the blood uh, that, that hit that mercy seat. You see, uh, the blood flowed down his veins and, and down that cross. We're, we're walking right in uh, to the Easter season where we're going to lift up Jesus Christ. And it's going to be all about Jesus. It's not going to be about money or people. It's going to all be about Jesus. Jesus Christ, because if you'll remember, there was a time you were in the bars. Put that back up there. You, you, you had drugs flowing through your veins, but now, shout now, now in Christ Jesus, we've been made drawn nigh by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. What can wash away my sins? The therapist? an ambient, more drugs, nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing, not more money, not more things. Life does not consist in the abundance of things possessed. Life is in Jesus. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life in that more abundantly. That's the Zoe life. That's life of blessing and increase. If you receive that word, shout amen. Verse 14. The ark of God. The ark of God. The presence of God. Remained with the family of Obed-Edom's house. For three months. Now, one of my commentaries said that Obed-Edom received household blessing. And, and that's what God's been speaking to me since Monday of this past week. Household blessing. I started chronicling the Bible and praying. That's... That's how I landed right here in verse 14. Obed-Edom received the presence of God in his house, which is a type of the Gentiles receiving Jesus Christ in their house. You see, your blessing is not going to come from my handkerchief. All you're going to get is a wet handkerchief. 
Your blessing is going to come from Jesus Christ. Paul said, it's Christ that, that supplies all my needs according to his, whose riches? His riches and glory. Now, inside the Ark of the Covenant, I'm just going to touch because I'm limited with time, the golden cup of manna, which, which represents supernatural blessings that, uh, that, that, that if you'll receive what you're hearing, it'll manifest in your life. Be part of verse 14 says, the Lord blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that he had. It could have stopped with them. I'd have been happy if it had just stopped with the blessing. But he blessed everything he had, and that boy was a heathen. I know we got some heathens up in here today and watching online. Hang on. See, the word blessed is what drew me to this text. God said he's looking for households that he can release his blessing and increase on today. Somebody shout today. See, your Bible said now faith is because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. I'm giving you a more sure word of prophecy. One commentary says that Obed-Edom's seven daughter-in-laws all got pregnant. Now, you may not want that blessing, but, 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 but they all got pregnant in that 90-day period. All the livestock started producing. All, all his fields started producing more than all the other farms round about. See part of 14, all that he had was blessed. Put, put Mark 4 and 20 up on the screens. Jesus said, when you hear the word and receive it, you can't just be hearers of the word. Jesus said in Mark 4 and 20, when you hear the word and you receive it, oh, Lord, have mercy. That that word will bring forth some 30-fold, some 60-fold, and some 100-fold blessing. Shall I receive the word today? Well, well, Bishop, I'm new here, Christian world, and, and, and see, I just don't know if all that hollering and screaming and stomping around, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not used to all that. Well, how would it be to get used to the blessing of God and a hundredfold blessing start hitting your house? It hit Obed-Edom's and it can hit yours too, regardless of what you did Saturday night. Oh, I'll get in trouble on that. But when David heard about the blessing, the favor, and the increase that, that was on Obadiah's house, look at Chronicles 15 and 15. David inquired of the Lord uh, for due order. Somebody shout due order. Oh, that bores a lot of people, but shout due order. 
that's protocol for transporting the ark or, or the move of God uh, in your life that has become stagnant. David said the Levites will have to bear the ark of God with those golden staves. You've got to follow protocol if you're going to have this fresh move of God that saves your kids and your grandkids that are walking around in darkness. Verse 16, and the Levites appointed singers and musicians, and they approached the ark of God with praise and with singing. That's what David meant in Psalms 102. Go ahead and put the whole chapter up on the screen. But but see, David learned some things. But before he received this household blessing, Nathan prophesied household blessing on David that would be everlasting. But before he could get to that household blessing that was in the presence of God, he had to learn that, that you come before his presence. Psalms, Psalms, one of Psalms, no, Psalms 100 and verse number two. Psalms 100, David said, you have to come before his presence with singing, not texting on your phone, not, not trying to get a date, but you come before his presence with, with praise. Well, Bishop, I just don't feel like you have to put on the garment of praise. It's not about feeling, baby. Praise is a faith thing. You, you put on the garment of praise and spirits of anxiety it will leave your house. Spirits of depression, spirits of suicide will start leaving your house, but you got to put it on, baby. Whether you, I put this suit on, whether I felt it or not, baby. Okay, that's how you put your praise on. There it is. Serve the Lord with gladness. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let's go before his presence was singing. Verse number three, I might as well. Know ye that the Lord, he is God? It's God that made you. You didn't make yourself. It was God that gave you that job, that gave you that house, that gave you that vehicle when you didn't even qualify. We are his people. We're the sheep of his pasture. Verse number four. Enter his gates, not complaining, not, not talking about everything that's negative and going wrong in your life. You lay that down, baby. When you come into his gates, you come in with thanksgiving. You come into his courts with praise. And you be thankful that you're still breathing. And you bless his name. Because the Lord is good. It doesn't matter if you're having a bad day. The Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. But Bishop, I'm sick in my body. If you'll praise him, sickness will leave you. Demons will leave you. High blood pressure will leave you. Heart disease will leave you. 
If you need a miracle from God, stand and give him one more high praise. But Bishop, I don't believe all that's necessary. Well, then go ahead and deal with your cancer. Go ahead and deal with your divorce. And I know some of you are new. I know you're new to Christian world. But I'm going to teach you a praise song right now. I know you don't know all the songs and all the lyrics. But let me teach you one right now. It goes like this. Hey! Somebody help me. Oh. But I was raised in the Baptist church and the Methodist church and the church of Christ, and they don't do all that. How's that working for you? Baby, when I come into his presence, I lay everything down. I want this flesh to die because God will not share his glory with flesh. If you get too fleshly, you'll leave this platform. When they came up in here with leather tight pants and sunglasses, I put their rear end off the platform. Because we're not going to show off flesh. Not in his presence. God still said, be ye holy as I am holy, saith the Lord. You're going to have to kill some of that flesh. Now, somebody help me give him a high praise. David went back the next time he came before the ark with dancing, with singing, with shouting. And when he did, God released a prophetic word to Nathan the prophet and said, when David gets back home with the Ark of the Covenant, tell him, I'm going to bless his whole household forever. Somebody shout forever. Come on, the Bible said, clap your hands, 
all you people, you're not going to get God's blessing and increase and favor standing there like a wooden Indian. And if your kids never see you blessing God and praising God, they'll be at the Jay-Z concerts with Beyonce half-naked. Is that what you want for your kids and your grandkids? You better get comfortable coming into his gates with thanksgiving. Thank you. Thank you that I'm still breathing. Thank you that I didn't come in here with a wheelchair. Thank you that cancer's not eating my body up. next Sunday we're going to have all the kids in here and when you walk in this door leave your fighting at the door leave your criticism and your skepticism your kids need to see you dancing Bishop, that's not my nature. Oh, you danced at the clubs. You was the last one to leave the club. I'm waiting on somebody to give God a praise and he'll release household blessings. That's what God spoke to me. I'll release household blessings. That's why David said, I can run through a troop. I can leap over a wall. That's what they're doing in Ashbury. I don't know if I could ever do that. Neither did David because he was angry. He was mad. He was mad at God. Your arms are too short to fight with God. Not when God is so gracious and so merciful. He'll lose angels. He'll work miracles. That's what I'm talking about. Hey! Joshua was afraid of the walls of Jericho because on the walls were written nobody has ever penetrated these walls anybody that tried was dead on their feet 
God said, Joshua, tell the people to march around the wall. What kind of sense does that make? When faith knocks at the door, you can't send human reasoning to the door. You just open the door and say, I receive. A man texted me this morning and said, the doctor just came in and said, I've got terminal cancer and my stomach is malignant and I don't know what to do. I said, God said, by his stripes, you are healed. I said, you already healed. I said, you're already healed. You just have to step in the door. High blood pressure. Hear the name of the Lord up in your house today. And in the name of Jesus, you foul spirit of infirmity, you got to go in Jesus' name. Go. Shout has got to go. Shout this fleshly thing has got to go. said to praise him on the cymbals, on the high sounding cymbals. He said, let everything that has breath, if you're breathing, you ought to be praising. If you're breathing, you ought to be thanking God because your breath, Job said, the breath of the Almighty has given me life. Praise him for life. That's why David said, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. That's why David said, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord. There's power in the name of Jesus. Now, I need you. I need you to put one more scripture up. Psalms 8 and 2 in the TPT translation. Psalms 8 and 2. Ooh. 
You built a stronghold. My songs of baby strength rises up when the courses of singing children. See, that's what I'm talking about. She don't care what you think. A few years ago, she came in here in a wheelchair, and now she's out dancing, and you've got all the health in your body, and you can't even give God a praise? Maybe if you was in a wheelchair... I can't hear that lead guitar. David said, this kind of praise has the power to shut Satan's mouth. Childlike worship will silence the madness of those who oppose you. Now, for the last time, could you help me give God a praise? you praise God in your house and skip across your living room and shock your kids. How long has it been since they heard you praying in the Holy Ghost? I'm talking about an awakening. I'm talking about a fresh move of God. I don't want to miss what God's doing. When he pipes, I'm going to dance. I don't care what you think. I don't care what they say on social media. I don't read it anyway. Put 2 Samuel. Put put 2 Samuel. I need 2 Samuel 6. And 14, remain standing, I'm done. I'm just waiting on somebody to praise God. Second Samuel 6, 14, when David got in the presence of the ark this time, he danced before the Lord with all his might. Bishop, That was a cultural thing. That was an old covenant thing. Well, which is a shadow and type for the church today. When there was controversy in the church, the apostle James stood up 
And he said, here's the only thing you need to withhold from. Things that have been strangled. I don't want you eating blood. I want you to give groceries to the needy and to the poor. And the tabernacle of David is going to be restored in the last days. That's what we're experiencing. And it'll pass Christian world right on by. If you don't have a heart to receive and a spirit to hear what thus saith the Lord. When Jesus was walking with the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, he started sharing the word because the word is spirit and it's life. And can I tell you, it's hard to find good word teaching and preaching in the age we're living in today. You'll hear a lot of stories, but you don't hear much word. You'll see a good light show, but you won't, you won't experience the presence. Like like we're experiencing in the place right now. And God said, tell them, I don't care where they've been. God didn't ask Obedinam's family what church they went to. Last church they'd been in was Dagon's. They didn't know nothing. David knew it all, but he wouldn't study. Uh-oh, uh-oh. He wouldn't study the due order. If you'll seek God, Jeremiah said, you'll find him. He'll show you great and mighty things that you hadn't even thought of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Verse 16. And the Levites appointed singers and musicians and they approached the ark of the covenant with praise with singing and with worship and, and I, I was reading a, a magazine of I think it was neurology today. And because neurologists, they had so many people when COVID hit, bound by anxiety and depression and stress and suicidal thoughts. They started running tests. And in 2022, the magazine Neurologist Today wrote this article that they've determined, not me, they determined. Medical science determined that shouting is a release of anxiety, 
I, I just don't know. I'm just telling you what medical science. I mean, you 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 don't even have a Bible, but your medicine cabinet is full. But so so here's here's what medical science says. In 2022, you couldn't if you tried to go to an, uh, a, a a neurologist, and tw- you couldn't get it. It take a year for you to get in. They book solid, and they charge in three prices to get in, just to listen at you. What you going through? Maybe I'd rather tell Jesus. The old song said, I must tell Jesus all of my trials. Help me, somebody. I can't bear these burdens. Alone, I must tell Jesus. Get that microphone, Stephen. I must tell Jesus. Jesus can help me. Jesus. Alone. Now, if if you're here, if you're here, I got a household blessing in my spirit. It's been in my spirit all week long. And I can impart that to you by the laying on of hands. If, if, If you're struggling and you just can't seem... To get a hold of what God, get down here right now as quick as you want God to bless you. God said to me, I'm releasing household blessings to whosoever will. There's never been a time like we're in right now. And and if you need that release, I, I want you to come quickly because... His presence is like heaven to me. If you feel that way, I want you to come worshiping right now. Come quickly. Your presence is to me. Thank you for your presence right now, Father. I wouldn't trade anything for it. It's heaven to me. Yes, it is. Your presence is Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
Father, I plead the blood of Jesus. That's God. That's God touching your heart. He's touching your heart right now. That's anxiety and, and pressure and stress and worry leaving your spirit right now. That's what that is. <laughs> He's breaking chains that the world system couldn't break. Your family couldn't break. Your, your loved ones can't break. Thank you for the thank you for the spirit of the breaker that's in this house. Plead the blood of Jesus. You need to make Jesus the anchor of your soul and you'll quit you'll quit drifting back to the bars if you'll make Jesus Christ the anchor make it the anchor of your soul here today is to me that's God's presence you feel right now your presence Thank you for your touch. to foreign countries. <clears throat> Don't be fearful or intimidated because when they see you carrying the Bible, don't just carry your phone. You want to carry your Bible. And you'll run into devils and skepticism. But they have no power 
when God's presence has filled your spirit and, and you share with them next week, where, where, where will you be next Friday? Vietnam. You'll be in Vietnam. That's still a worn, war-torn country. And people have nightmares and flashbacks of bombs. Every time a door slams, they think it's a bomb going off. Nothing can settle them in Vietnam like the Spirit and the Word. When you open God's Word, it won't just be coming from human lips. Because his word is spirit and it's life. Then where do you go next? Uganda. You go to Uganda, there's already revival in Uganda. When it hit Asbury, Kentucky, it hit Uganda at the same time. People will be more receptive of the presence of God in Uganda than they are in America because Americans have been brainwashed. Father, I release a fresh anointing. I release the impartation of your blessing so that people will just bring him money to finance his missionary journey. As long as you keep Jesus, it's going it's to all be about Jesus. You keep Jesus on your lips and everything else will start working. Heathens will come. I had a man come and give me a check for over $100,000. He said, God told me just to bless you. He don't even go to church. See, God can speak to the heat. He's speaking to people in Vietnam right now. I release an impartation of God's blessing. Let it flow off of my head and into his garments in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray over this little one right now. I plead the blood of Jesus. Jo join hands with me here. I plead the blood of Jesus over this family. And I ask for emotional, mental, physical healing, and, and Father, you said, if there's any sick among you, let them call. Let them call for the elder. You've got the head elder here right now. And they'll anoint you with oil. And the prayer of faith is going to save any infirmity or any sickness in your family. And if there's been any sin in your life, It'll be forgiven in the name of Jesus. Hold that baby for her right now. That's God. Yeah, that That's what they're experiencing in Asbury right now.
from the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Nothing in this world can satisfy. Nothing. There's nothing. The eyes of man are never satisfied. More of things is not going to make you happy. Only Jesus. Jesus plus nothing minus nothing. Thank you, Father, for that golden bowl of manna that you're releasing in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus, you're the cup that won't run dry. Nothing in this world can satisfy. Nothing. The things you're searching for, you're looking in all the wrong places. Jesus, you're the cup. You're the cup that won't run dry. David said it caused my cup to run over. Nothing in this world can satisfy. Thank you, Jesus. Talk to me. Talk to me about his presence. One more time, children. Family, everybody said. Everybody. Help me, children. Help me, family. Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, you're the cup that won't run dry. Amando, I release household blessing. The enemy came rolling in like a flood against your house, but the Holy Spirit today is raising up a standard against that demonic attack. I release household blessing. I prophesy as Nathan of old did. I prophesy household blessing. Chase, lay hands on him right there. There's been a little anxiety and depression, but when you lay hands on him, it's going to lift off of him in the name of Jesus. Because there's power in the name of Jesus. Nothing in this world could satisfy. Listen at an old 70-year-old man. Jesus, that won't run dry. I wished I had that golden cup of manna on the screen. It can't satisfy. Jesus, you're the cup that won't run dry. It never wilted. It never... It never, it never spoiled. Jesus, Thank you, Jesus. Nothing in this world can satisfy. Jesus, you're the cup and won't run dry.
cup that won't run dry. Thank you for it, Father. said he is our ark of the covenant and Jesus said he spoke this to me as I pulled up on the property put Luke 2 and 52 on the screens y'all find me a handkerchief I done gave mine away Luke 2 and 52 Jesus increased. Thank you, Larry. Come here, Larry. God said to just listen to his voice. That my sheep know my voice. When those other negative voices come, throw them down in the name of Jesus. And just listen. Listen for that voice. Now, Jesus said in Luke 2.52 that he increased in wisdom, stature, and favor with God and man. Now, I've been talking about God's blessing and I already released it. But God said, my favor is different than my blessing. If you would like a fresh anointing of God's favor, I've only got a few of these, but I've anointed. I've anointed all of them. I don't want any more either. But if you, if you need a fresh, just a fresh, oh, Lord, it's 1215. They've already let the Baptist loose. If you need a fresh touch of God's favor. See, favor is not fair. God said, I'll release my favor on whoever I'll release it. But, but if you need a fresh, just a fresh touch of God's favor, uh, the spirit of favor, get a $52 seed. There's a double anointing. I anointed them. A few days ago, but now they've got a double anointing. So I guess I'll have to prophesy double favor on your life. Father, we honor you. There's nothing like being in your presence. There's nothing more refreshing than being in your presence. 
my little nephew said they were all speaking in tongues. I said, well, the Bible says with stammering lips and other tongues will he speak through these people. For this is the rest that causes the weary to rest. It's a refreshing. Mm-hmm. Joel said in the last days, God's going to pour out his spirit on sons and daughters and they'll start prophesying in the name of Jesus. We're seeing it all over the world. Father, thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your favor. Everybody shout in the name of Jesus. I'll pick this back up Wednesday night. I'll see you then in Jesus' name. One one more time as David said, show me how to go in and to go out of your presence. Let's go out singing that song one more time, Stephen. Wasn't Stephen anointed today? Lord, have mercy. Oh, Jesus. If you have your tithe or offerings, you can bring them to the altar here this morning.